Hey guys, what's going on? G'day, how are ya? It is the First Down Under podcast with me, Zach, and uh, as always, joined by Charlie King. Chaz, how are you, buddy? Good, brother. How are you? I'm excited. We're week six. I think the dust is settling on the NFL. We're figuring out who's half decent, who is absolutely garbage. It's, It's starting to make sense. We didn't want to waste any time today. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're scrapping the downs. We're just going straight to the games. There's a lot has happened. We're coming mm. off the heels of an epic Monday night football battle between Aaron Rodgers and uh, CJ Bethard. Unbelievable. <laughs> Bethard and the 49ers take Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau to the limit, to the brink. Absolutely. How did you feel about this game, Chaz? I, I, I walked into the kitchen at lunch and I saw 24 to 20 and I thought, oh, well, f- you know, it's, it's, it's the Packers. It's what we do. It's what we do on a big game at Lambeau, especially in a national in front of a national audience. And uh, to be honest with you, I pencil this in as an absolute bloodbath for the Packers. Kind of, your, you know, the days when we used to route the Bears like 51 to 14 and the game would be over at halftime. Yeah. It's kind of what I thought it would be. But uh, CJ Pathard, I got to tell you what, that glove was doing some wonders. Marquise Goodwin was looking good. He was looking great. Yeah. That guy is an Olympic-level sprinter, and yeah. they had him looking like... Uh, Jerry Rice. Well, I, I was going to say Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Like, very similar to Tyreek Hill for the Kansas yeah. City Chiefs. But, uh, yeah, there's 49ers offense with Kyle Shanahan at the helm. Just show, It goes to show how influential having a great head coach can be because it really, yeah. really crushed it. Absolutely. I, I mean, you know, it's the Green Bay defense. They weren't yeah. doing too much. Which, which again, is terrible. Uh, yeah. Even after a big off-season where I was talking this, this secondary out with, with Kevin King and you know, other household names and Jerry Alexander. <laughs> and, but, you know, Josh Jackson and Jerry Alexander, good, good draft picks. And, and Kevin uh, King came up big with a huge, a huge play at the end. He, he did come up with a huge play. But uh, Green Bay still haven't got that defense, which Rodgers can say, you know what, I don't need to do a two-minute drive to save this franchise every single week of my career. <laughs> um, but yet again, he did it with a minute 07 and no timeouts. I said, I said to a guy at work, I was like, he could literally go call his girlfriend, Dana Patrick, have a Mai Tai up at the bar, take his cleats off, read the paper and come back down and still execute it. You know, I'm in an offense. It was surgical. I was right? like, that's too long for Rogers. One minute. Seconds I mean, let's, let's, let's run through it. Aaron Rodgers got one minute to drive the ball, 70 yards, 80. no timeouts. Yep. And he is just pinpointing every receiver on the sidelines to keep that clock stopped. Yeah. And showing a gap pressure, and they come with it. Here come the Niners, and there goes Rodgers to the end zone. And Adams gets it for the touchdown. The thing is, like, the San Francisco defense knows exactly what they're going to try and do. Yeah. It's just, I yeah. mean, this guy can't be stopped. He's yeah. a machine. And it was like three or four back shoulder throws. I think they, they ran the same play to Devontae Adams, I think, six or seven times. I think it was yeah. for, for the, equal, the equalizing touchdown. Similar to that week five win against the Cowboys last year. I think they they, made, they ran that play twice. Yeah. And it was incomplete the first time, and they made it the second time. Did it again tonight, and uh, Mason Crosby was great as well. Good to see him redeem himself yeah, after yeah, a lot yeah. of hate. This well, week. he had a tough week last week, yeah. uh, missing four field goals and an extra point, costing your yeah. team 13 points. He hit everything this yeah. week. And exactly. home, and the crowd were absolutely loving it. Yeah. Dude, I got to say, the Monday Night Football commentary. Uh, so bad. I'm ready to trade it in. We got Joe Tessidori. Is he white? Joe Tessidori. Yeah, he's pretty white. Yeah. Uh, Jason Witten and, and Booger McFarlane. Booger, Booger McFarlane. He's the dude who's sitting. Sounds like Anchorman. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a made-up name. but Booger. Oh, <laughs> Booger, 
He's, uh, he's, sit, he's sitting off. on this. He's sitting on the sideline, <laughs> kind of breaking it down. But he's really a part of the commentary team. I think he should just be in the box. I don't know why right. they want him on the sideline. Okay, they're not doing it for me. Um, I had a trade that I wanted to run past you. Uh, an idea. I think ESPN should trade Jason Witten for John Gruden. Yeah, that's a great call. That's a great trade. Like yep. you just figure out the contracts. Yeah, but I think that may be better for both. Uh, I think Jason franchises. Witten would do a better job. Now, if I was uh, Mark Davis, I'm pulling the trigger on that yeah, trade. Yeah, I, I, I like that a lot. Oh, I no, Jason put Jason Witten. Witten in a tight end. Just don't have a coach. I mean, yeah, uh, maybe. Same thing. <laughs> Honestly. I think, uh, I think a Raiders linebacker, Bruce Irvin, put his hand up for it. But uh, I, I think that's a good trade. And uh, we'll get on we'll get on to the Raiders later because they're, they're in our dumpster fire category. They're just an absolute laughing stock up there with the New York football giants. Um, yeah. But, uh, look, it was another, a, a good win for the pack. I didn't leave that game with confidence. The fact that we're 3-2-1, and one, uh, we just get past the 49ers at home. Not feeling great about our chance in the NFC. Well, I felt like you were kind of uh, flexing a little bit over the text messages to me, the Savo. You're telling, oh, yeah, we can. We pulled through Aaron Rodgers. How great is this? I'm like, dude, you're going up against CJ Bethad and the remnants of Richard Sherman. I mean, can we call the Jets at yeah. home? Yeah. You know, well, a great win. Packers have got we're still ahead of Philly. From a record perspective, statistically, so that's good. Yeah, um, that's always fun. That's all that matters, really, for me. Um, going to every week, similar to the Texans winning again, but your Baltimore Ravens win. But uh, I think the Texans are just starting to find their feet. Uh, we'll get on to the Texans, tip. but there is just they are the most unlikely <laughs> three win streak team. Dude, let's um, let's kick it into the champagne football for this Absolutely. week. Absolutely, a lot of great games. If you watch Sunday night football. You would not have been disappointed. It Absolutely. was the marquee matchup of the week. The Chiefs taking on the Pats, dude. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a great game. Uh, no defensive showing from either side. Uh, the Pats coming out winners, forty-three to forty. The win was marked marked Tom Brady's two hundredth regular season win. Jesus. Obviously, you know the key players for the Pats rose up to the occasion tonight. I think it was it was Sonny Michelle. Yeah, he had one hundred and six yards and two scores, but it was the familiar faces. Yeah, it was Rob Gronkowski. He was catching balls over the middle, threatening his ACL injury. Chris Hogan and Edelman were productive. You know, Tom Brady was slinging it. But uh, i got to give credit to Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs. Yeah, Because, man. you know, this is a tough environment. Sunday Night Football at Foxborough. And he held his head high. He threw four touchdowns. He threw a couple of, uh, of you know, major picks. One to Dante Hightower. But I think that despite the 43-40 to 40 loss, the Chiefs can, you know, I don't think that's a massive blemish on their season. No, if anything, I think everyone left a winner. Every pack. Yeah whether it be Patrick Mahomes or the New England Patriots, were, were happy with this one. Yeah. I mean, he threw four touchdowns in the second half. They rallied yeah. from like 24 to 9 yeah. to take a 33 to 30 lead. And it just, it, it felt really weird when the Pats uh, got up to 40 and then immediately Patrick Mahomes hits Tyreek Hill for a 75-yard touchdown. Inside the 30. Wow. Hill down the sideline. Hill all the way. Oh, my goodness. Touchdown, Kansas City at 75 yards. Oh, my goodness. It took all the 12 seconds. That play was insane. It was insane. It was like Madden on rookie, right? Yeah. And he hits it. And I'm almost thinking, could Tyreek Hill have, like, pulled up just a touch? To try and well, like, with, with the catch. To try and run the clock a bit. Because it just felt like whoever had the ball last was going to win the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, true. there's no defense. There was yeah. one punt by Dustin Colquitt. Mm. And I think that was it. I he mean, got his yeah. money's worth, Dustin Colquitt. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It was great. It was a beautiful <laughs> looking punt. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, but uh, that, was, no, that play was, that play was 
I've seen Tyreek Hill make that play like two or three times this year, that massive 360 spin catch. And then he literally lands and just bolts. Oh, like the Pats guy's right there. What blows my mind about this receiver in Tyreek Hill is that he is making everyone on that field look slow. And these are elite, yeah. in like global talents. Yeah. Some of the fastest people in the world. And he's burning them down the sideline. It's crazy. Yeah. He's it's just crazy. that special kind of player. He's up there with the Sproles. He's Darren Sproles for speed for me. You know, oh, oh, just in, un, un, in, uncomparable, incomparable. He's, he's up there. Yeah, he's nice. up there with either. You know? Incomparable. Incomparable. Ab- abs- incomparable. Ab- absolutely. absolutely incomparable. But the Patriots reminding everyone that they're, you know, they're the powerhouse in the, in the AFC. Well, there was Don't a- get too excited, Chiefs, on us. Let me, let, me, let me ask you about this one. Did you see Brady's uh, touchdown sneak? I did. Yeah? Was that the cheeky run? That was the run where yeah. a Chiefs player, a rookie- Defensive lineman had him wrapped up. You think, oh, this is a sack. The Pats aren't getting through. Yeah. And then he basically just let Brady go. Brady under pressure. A flag is down in the end zone. And Tom gets into the end zone pending the call. Penalty on Skandrick. Brady to the end zone. I don't, and no, New England has the lead. Freeland speaks has it. I'm not sure if he thought maybe the ball was already gone and let go. But Tom Brady took full advantage. Yeah. And Brady runs in for the touchdown, dives, gets hit by a couple of Chiefs on the way was in. There, was there a time issue there? Was there, was there some sort of strategy involved? Well, it, 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 I think it was pretty obvious, and, it, and even the commentary um, of Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels. Wow. Oh, I, I, think, uh, I, I think he was worried there about getting a – Getting a rough in the passer call on that tackle. Yeah. And that was the issue. Yeah. I think the Chiefs player was worried that, hey, he's going to give up a penalty if I slam Tom Brady to the ground. And, yeah. it, and Brady kind of did a pump fake as he was getting tackled. So I'm right. assuming he thinks Brady's gotten rid of the ball. I'm just going to yeah. let him uh, let him go. Yeah. And, uh, you know, be a costly touchdown. That being said, I mean, I'm sure they probably would have just scored again. Sonny Michelle yeah. was having a day. James White's always dangerous. I love this Patriots offense now. It was a few weeks ago. Everyone was freaking out. Yeah. Now you got Julian Edelman, Josh exactly. Gordon. Julian Edelman. That's he's it. Beast. That's, that's, he's yeah. a beast. He's God. a beast. He, I mean, he's their offense. The I've said that handsome, weeks. handsome people coming out of He does Adrian Lima, man. I don't know who that Adrian is. Adrian Lima. You don't know who Adrian Lima is? Anyway, I think for the commentary booth, it was a, cra- it was a cracking game. Once again, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth rivaling. That Fox crew with uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman for the least level of excitement for a massive game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like absolutely. Joe Buck's is like, touchdown, Patriots. And then they won the game in like overtime with like a minute to go. When but, was that? Like like Joe Buck, he'll say something and you'll think it's like the first quarter. Oh, right. And right, Al right. Michaels is up there because they're so old. They can't actually generate excitement. Well, they've seen so much. Yeah, and exactly. We, yeah, we said that. Yeah, they yeah, just, they just they've just seen it all. They I saw was, the OBJ uh, catch. They're like, yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. So Al Michaels at the start of the show, you know, he always opens it up before they pan over to Chris Collinsworth. And I was looking yeah. at his, he's got weird hair, man. Really? Oh, yeah. He's he rocking a wig or something. It he's is trying to. Thinner than the Dallas Cowboys receiving ball. <laughs> I was going to say thinner than the Jags defense, but uh, <laughs> hey, that's well, all right. Shots fired. That's okay. We'll get into the Jags. The Jags D. Hey, let's uh, kick it on to the. Uh, Onside kick. Kick it on. I like that. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah. The Steelers taking on. Oh, yeah. uh, the Bengals, Cincinnati had a chance to prove that they were the dominant force in the AFC North and yeah. possibly one of the best teams in the league. Unfortunately, 
uh, went down to the Steelers for the seventh time in a row. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought you were going to say, unfortunately, they are the Bengals and true <laughs> to their form. <laughs> well, you know, they don't want to give up the streak. They're, no, they're they can't. Such good work. Uh, they go down 28-21. Bengals move to 4-2. and two. The Steelers, uh, you know, a little comfy 3-2-1. Not a bit of bad action there. Yeah, they've popped out of the woodwork, dude. They're one two one. I pretty much wrote them off. I think a lot and, of people and, were in, in classic NFL form. Kind of hoping to write them off. Like, oh, yeah. let's get a new storyline. You know, yeah. Yeah, we can live without the Steelers. No Le'Veon Bell. It doesn't yeah. matter. Nah, man, they're back. James Connor, nineteen carries, one hundred and eleven yeah, yards, a couple of touchdowns. Uh, Antonio Brown with the game winner. I mean, was it ever oh. in doubt? Roethlisberger lets it fly. Oh, Antonio Brown is gone. Touchdown. The Pittsburgh Steelers, brilliant, the catch and run, 31 yards. Was it ever in doubt? And it wasn't even a, it wasn't even like a, a trick play or anything. He literally did a little bubble screen Maybe and he was a gone. Play going on, but yeah, he was Seuss done. to put on a little block and it was, uh, it was canceled Christmas. It was oh, incredible. That was all she wrote, buddy. Yeah. Vance McDonald's looking good. Um, probably shouldn't have been so close. A couple of missed opportunities in the red zone. For the Bengals or for the Stella? Uh, for the Steelers. Oh, for the Steelers. Um, and for the Bengals, really. Um, mm. But, uh, yeah, they continue to dominate this rivalry, do those Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. Get this. Big Ben, 13-2 and two against the Bengals. Wow. 13-2. Is that an Andy Dalton or just Bengals? Bengals. Wow. Bengals. That's absurd. Carson Palmer. Yeah, I'm talking AJ McCarron. Yeah, yeah, I'm yep. talking, that's probably about it for yeah. Big Ben's career, but... Uh, would have been a huge win for the Bengals, obviously. Uh, could have been up by three games in the division, yep. which would have been... Uh, oh, sorry, against the Steelers, at mm. least. Not against the mighty Ravens. But uh, the Steelers head into the bye with a huge W. Kind of reshapes the division a bit. I think they're starting to flex. And I don't know. We'll see. I'm just not sure if Cincinnati had any defenders left by the end of the game, too. They lost four dudes. Is that Vontez perfect? Vontez Berwick was running over his play? own players. And yeah. <laughs> He's down the umpires. Oh, man, he doesn't give a shit. It's great. But, I mean, no, it's not great because he's injuring people. But, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, yeah. That's your Steelers. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, what are you going to do? That's they, what they do. They're that's dominant. What they do. They're dominant. Yeah, they don't um, need Le'Veon, clearly. They're, yeah. they're doing fine with old Jimmy Connor. Yeah. And the funny thing is with the Steelers, you look at their schedule. They host the Browns after the bye. Then they go to Baltimore. So it's three AFC North games in a row. Wow. So they basically can take control of the division. Yeah. If they can, you know, beat the Browns after a bye and then yeah. take on a pesky Ravens team. In the toughest division in pro football. Easily. No doubt now. about it. No, no doubt. Yep. No one's got four teams that could win most games. Like, So not most games, on any given Sunday. Yeah. Like most that, divisions have a team yeah. that is probably going to lose on any given Definitely Sunday. Definitely out there with the most consistent in the AFC South. Um with the Jags, Titans, Colts, and Texans. Yeah. Don't know about the best, but the most consistent, they're given that AFC South division a good nudge. <laughs> you got uh, a good point there, mate. We're moving on to another Champagne football, a game that I would not have thought would even qualify for a stinker. The Bucks travelled to Atlanta at a huge NFC South stink fest. <laughs> uh, the Bucks at 2-2 two and two with Jameis Winston, the Uber specialist, taking the reins. Uh, <laughs> Against the one and four, against the one and four, close game losing specialist Atlanta Atlanta Falcons. Oh, no one knows how to lose a game like these Atlanta <laughs> Falcons. They are definitely the cream of the crop. You get within a score within two minutes, you're going to be fine. Uh, actually, a pretty exciting game. Did you see the trick play at the end, mate? It's a bit of schoolyard bullshit. It's schoolyard bullshit. That play never works. Uh, oh, it almost did. It would have yeah. been great. I mean, I love seeing a lateral, 
I never understood. A, a bounce pass lateral. I think James he thinks he's playing with LeBron. Well, what's going on? He, get some air under it, James. Give, give us a chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, uh, what are you doing, James? Say LeBron James. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, just with the butterfingers at the end. If, yeah, uh, but, he could have yeah. got his hands on that ball. Mike Evans completely missed him. Oh, it was a stinker. <laughs> Who talk about stinkers? Mike Evans' heads. And Winston is pitching the ball backwards. And it is now flipped to Deshaun Jackson. And the ball's out of bounds. They almost pulled off the miracle. If Jackson feels that ball clearly, he might have a chance for a touchdown. No wonder. He did a nice spin move to collect it. And just chucked it out of bounds. The ref's like, come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> go make it a game. Come yeah. On. And I'll tell you what would have been amazing if the Bucks got a win. Oh. Just for the storyline of how Atlanta cannot win. Yeah. They would have been one and five. They would have lost on a schoolyard bullshit this, play. Yeah. This Super Bowl from 2016, <laughs> it's, hurt the, it's hurt the franchise. <laughs> that locker room, <laughs> they are not the same. They need a quarterback change. Those uh, serious <laughs> think pieces, yeah. <laughs> this is an emotional I, I loss. I don't know how Falcons coach Dan Quinn does it. I don't know how he gets up every morning. Putting up with this shit, they're one and five. Uh, they're down two and four. Uh, but, two and four. They're but, yeah, they're I mean, now. even so, they should be five and one, four and two. The well, Falcons. Come oh on. well, that's what we thought going into the yeah. season. But yeah, yeah I mean, they're a great team. They're really fun to watch. Mohamed Sanu, uh, he's just balling out every every week. I see him making crazy plays. Yeah, um, yeah. You look at Matt Ryan's stats. He had three fifty four yards, thirty one for forty one, and three touchdowns. You think if you're going to put up those numbers on a Sunday, you'll come home with the Chockies. Um, this time they did. I mean, but it is against that Buccaneers defense. Yeah, which, true. Uh, it's got more holes in it, buddy. Swiss cheese, mate. Uh, very good. <laughs> and, uh, interesting stat, uh, which I saw on social media. Julio Jones has gone seven games, 701 yards, no touchdowns. I actually had a similar stat. He's on pace to yield 1,800 receiving yards and no, no touchdowns. touchdowns. That is production. <laughs> Wowee, this guy <laughs> moves the chains. Does not put up the points, but he moves the chains. But, uh, no, no, they got back to the Bucks' defense, dude. Yeah. Um, defensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay oh, Buccaneers. Very sad day. I mean, let's just all hang our hats pay homage. for uh, Mike Smith, who had given up yep. 30 points a game, yep. uh, roughly. Yep. I mean, it's very sad to see uh, him go. It's, too, it's too early. It's week six. Every, averaging 30 points. It's week six. It's early days. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can't believe they let him go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, last week he did give up six touchdowns to Mitch Trubisky. I feel like yeah. that had a bit to yeah, do with it. Yeah, probably. So, if anything, they really reeled it back down yep. from 48 to 34. True. I mean, he's improving at least. Yeah. But, but the monster, uh, the, you know, the Patriots are going to, the, going to Chicago. You know, they, they might give up 48 to Mitch Trubisky. You don't know. The, the, mm. it's, it's a tough place to play, Soldier Field. Always <laughs> uh, dangerous. <laughs> oh, actually, it just uh, did a bit of a Google. We are jumping around all over the place. Julio Jones, as you said, no TDs. Hasn't scored one since October 22, 2017. Shut up. Are you serious? That's a week away from being a year. Are you serious? Yeah. That's a, that's a stat that I pulled from the internet. And we all know everything on the internet is legit. Is 100% legit. Wow. Which is That crazy. is incredible. October 22, Julio Jones. That, that, that's, that is actually ridiculous. That's, by my calendar, that is a week. Yeah, I just said that yeah. before, yeah. 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 Roughly 356, 58 days. Wow. Wow. Is everyone double teaming? That's incredible. Calvin Ridley's been taking all the shine. Yeah, maybe. Nah, I, like Calvin. I like this kid, man. I like, I like Calvin Ridley. Yeah, yeah, he's a lot of fun. He's a lot of fun. Hey, let's it. move along to the, uh, speaking of Mitch Trubisky and the Bears, uh, they oh, Bears. traveled to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Mm. And uh, we were in for the Brock Osweiler experience. Absolutely. No one saw this coming. We didn't know, but Ryan Tannehill, he had an injured uh, shoulder. He's the starting quarterback for these Miami Dolphins. Yeah. In comes, well, Brock and Roll. He's, yep. um, he's like a beast. That. 
what can we say? I think he fleeced the Houston Texans for $72 million at one point. Yeah, uh, has financial been fraud. Consistently one of the worst quarterbacks over the past few years. Yeah. Who's had a starting job. Well, comes in for the Dolphins today. Absolutely killed the Bears defense, who has been one of the elite defenses this year so yeah. far. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, it's... it's Adam Gase, yeah, he knows how to he knows how to coach a quarterback. He, he knows how to run an offense. Osweiler throws complete. That's Alfred Wilson. Alfred Wilson loose again. Alfred Wilson down the sideline. Alfred Wilson has scored again. First play, right over the middle, and then Alfred Wilson, seventy-five yards. But it was mainly second half, the Brock show, because I think the first half they struggled. I think it was like 24 to 10 to the Bears. And then Brock Osweiler said, not today. Oh, yeah. Um, he uncorked a few, mate. Yeah. It was unbelievable. A showdown between Brock Osweiler and Mitch Trubisky. Uh, obviously, I wouldn't have predicted this to be in the, the champagne football yeah. uh, portion of our podcast. But it, it was, was a cracking game. It was delightful, man. Yeah. How's this for a stat? Brock Osweiler is 4-0 and in overtime. And three and zero against the Bears. I think that's why Adam Gase <laughs> put him in. So it's gonna be a close matchup. This guy has experience against gig, the dude. Bears. What a gig! He's like six six. He can play quarterback. He's a good looking rooster. He's living six, in Miami. Eight. He's in Miami. Oh, Nothing yeah. wrong with that. You'd be killing it, right? Yeah. Really, you know, you'd get yeah. To the club. I'm gonna say this right now. I would rather be Brock Osweiler than Case Keenum. 100%. Yeah. No, totally gets you. 100%. Every I mean, day of the week. Oh, and you've probably earned more money than Case Keenum as well because yeah. of that huge contract no that you real expectation fleeced. of you at all. Oh, yeah. I and mean, Case today, Keenum's a virgin. Uh, yeah. He's in our Confirmed. virgin club. We checked. Virgin club. We, 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 we checked. Based we on horse color height to, <laughs> to helmet ratio. I did check out his pads this week. Yeah, he's and a, he's a, you were totally right. He's a donkey. The pad to helmet yeah. ratio. Is, you just don't trust him. It's way <laughs> off. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I would rather be Osweiler. Hey, yeah, uh, old man Frank Gore, uh, one of the great running backs. Who retired? Fourth all time in rushing yards. Had over a hundred today. Wow. For the Miami Dolphins, I immediately put the Jags above the Bears D in my power rankings for Week Six in defense. Yeah, you're giving up a hundred, Frank Gore. Dude, Frank Gore, he's still rumbling, bumbling, stumbling, stumbling. <laughs> he's still making things happen. However, they didn't give it to the old man. Uh, on the goal line, the Miami Dolphins were about to win the game. They give it off to Kenyon Drake, who fumbles it. Yeah, it was Bears recover. I saw it live. Oh, saw his head in the towel. Oh, my God, the poor guy. He's crying. Yeah. Like, if I'm a Miami fan, I'm screwing my head off. I want to yeah. kill this guy. Fortunately, uh, they come back. Game-winning drive for Brock Osweiler. I know we were going to say that ever in our in our time, but get yeah. on your Brock and uh, they kick the field goal, get the W, and the Dolphins, Charlie, hold on, four and two. They're four and two. They're equal with the Pats in the AFC East. Yeah, it's going to be wow. a big showdown between wow, wow, Brock wow. Osweiler and Tom Brady. They're going to stick around the Dolphins. They always do, and then they implode in December. Yeah, yeah. The late yeah. November, December, they they find they they really turn it on. You got nine, They're like the Bengals, nine, nine and seven. Yeah, nine to seven. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Cincinnati time they run earlier. Dolphins always like to tease their fans a little more. Uh, moving on <laughs> to uh, another yeah, now nah, good. A uh, devastating. The first yeah, now nah, good. Oh, the first yeah, now nah, good. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, the first yeah, now nah, good. The Panthers at the Redskins. Uh, probably one of the most frustrating games for me. Uh, we'll go into that in the multi analysis. But uh, 
The Panthers visited Washington for a not too shabby NFC little matchup. I do like watching these teams play, especially when it's overcast. Yeah, I absolutely. That Redskins uniform. I, I like it a lot watching oh, this game. Sharp. Looking yeah, they're looking sharp. sharp. And and the and the uh, the Panthers had the yeah. white with the black uh, pants on, and I thought I haven't seen that in a while. It looks did good. What did they? Half. Oh yeah, didn't notice that. But Devin yeah. Funches, he's he's a weapon. He's a big boy. Man, he doesn't do much, but he looks good. He he did look good. You see that pluck. Oh, what? yeah. Just the big Mitch McGovern. Oh, absolutely. It was unreal. <laughs> he mossed him. Yeah, I don't know absolutely. who the defender was. It wasn't Josh Norman. It was a classic but... Campbell, too. It was like head height. Yeah. So the, the CB had every chance of picking it off. And then it, is, it just... was like if you were covering me, you're like 6'5 yeah. or whatever, and I'm 5'10. Yeah. Uh, you're <laughs> just like heels. turning your head around looking for the ball. Yeah. And I, <laughs> no, the ball's like coming to me, and then you would just reach over me and yeah. like take it and touch down. You didn't gauge the, uh, the what he. Woody Hut. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah, you got to get that cadence right. He wasn't using that much this week, Cam. I was disappointed. Um, oh, what we dude, the Redskins getting a big win at home, 23-17, and they've got that number one position in the NFC East. They're at, uh, they're at three and two, and uh, I don't think anyone would have picked the Redskins to be leading uh, at, at the third way mark of the season. Um, Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Dude, this guy. He's unstoppable. He's ground and pound. He, he, I love watching him play. When he gets his neck going up, he gets his shoulders moving. He gets that like when he gets that burst. I was I was I was losing my shit watching I, the highlights. Dude. I love it. I love a nostalgia trip. Um, yeah. as we've discussed on this podcast, and I love seeing AP be AD. Yeah, and go all day and yeah. still crush it. I read somewhere that someone was asking, "Is Peterson the best offensive player on this team?" And I'm like, maybe. Alex nah, Smith hasn't nah. been playing great. Nah. Vernon Davis. Well, that's it. I was looking at the, Pe- at people the, aren't watching film at the, at the stats. I'm like, it's Alex Smith. <laughs> Adrian Peterson and Vernon Davis. Like, yeah, and Paul like, Richardson. He's no joke. No, but I'm like, is this the, <laughs> this is the Pro Bowl class of 2012? And Doxson, number 18. Doxson's a good no, class. But I'm just uh, such yeah. like an yeah. old cast, but yeah. they're still making things happen. It's classic Redskins. Like, we're going to get a roster that's going to get us, you know, 9, 7, 10, and 6 for the rest of existence. Um, Absolutely. But the real star for Washington, dude, Josh Norman, uh, and the ex-Panther playing at Washington in the, uh, the great, uh, the, yeah, one of the, one of the best corners uh, in the game, I was going to say one of the great defensive players, but he's not in that category. No, Josh not Norman. really. He he um, was an elite corner. He was high, not so much. He's just yeah. getting paid like it. Yeah, uh, he had a massive pick and a forced fumble. Uh, what a feeling that must have been for him against his old team. Panthers QB Cam Newton threw for two seventy five, two days, two days in a pick. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, dude, twenty yards rushing. Uh, we're going to start questioning uh, this guy. He hasn't been doing much let's go, from let's a production perspective. Hit, hit the alarm. I, you know, as, a, as an Eagles fan, I was really hoping that the Panthers would get up here so mm. that they would not be desperate for a win next mm. week when they go up against the Eagles. Now I'm a little worried because they're, they're going to need the W. Yep. They're a good team, I think. That's exactly what they do, the Panthers. Yeah, they lose to bad teams yep. and they take it to good teams, yep. generally. Yep. Um, they lost to Atlanta, but uh, who have they beaten? Who are the They've beaten uh, they beat the Bengals at home. Yeah, see that's beat the a Giants big win. Uh, yeah. by two points. Uh, beat the Bucks. I'm pretty sure they would have played the Bucks somewhere. Uh, maybe not yet. They beat the Saints. Haven't played the Saints. Have not played the Saints. But they played some crap teams. Um, Look, I'm just I'm just saying. I mean, you know, maybe they dropped. They're three and two at the moment. Yep. Could they? Hopefully, they drop to three and three yep. next week. Anyway, mate, kick on. Uh, these these bloody Rams. I tell you what, oh. they are looking like the one of the best teams in football. They are the best team in football. Offense uh, wasn't great in terms of the passing game. Mm. Jared Goff only completed 50% of his passes for 201 yards and a pick. But Gurley. Oh. Fourth and one. 
And here is Gurley, and he'll go in for the touchdown. Gurley outgained him on the ground. 208 yards of 28 attempts, two touchdowns, a long run of only like 29 yards. So all these are just consistent ground pound, making it happen. And I think that's what you want to see from an elite team. The Los Angeles Rams, of course, getting the win over the Broncos, 23-21. Wasn't as close as the score suggests. Uh, no, it was like 23-10. Yeah, and then they get kind of some junk time, garbage yeah. time uh, scores for these uh, these Broncos. Yep. But this was uh, this is all about the Rams and how they are every bit of a 6-0 and team is what you want oh, to see. They are lovely to watch. I'm loving Robert Woods, dude. He's he, I think he's the number one receiver at the moment from a production perspective. He is... Jared Goff's go-to guy. They they go to him, they go to him so much on third down. Mm. Um, Todd Gurley. I mean, just he's just one of those seasons. You remember we had, we saw LT back in his heyday. Sean Alexander having those just historic seasons. Looking like no one can stop this guy. Yeah, that's what it looked like every time he got the ball. Like he's either in the end zone or he's ch- getting off a big twenty-yard game. Well, like here's he just, the thing: they people are stop him. Running backs are, are dying, but you've got guys like Todd Gurley, Ezekiel Elliott, and Saquon Barkley yeah. absolutely crushing it. Hey, Todd Gurley this season leads the NFL in rushing yards with 623, rushing touchdowns with nine, scrimmage yards 870, and scrimmage TDs 11. Mm. Like he's on his on a historic pace. What were the rushing TDs? Uh, nine. Nine. So it's caught 27 two. touchdowns he's anticipated for 1,800 yards rushing. Wait, is that 27 touchdowns? Yeah. That is That's six weeks. That is this, I think maybe this. Uh, LT had 28. No, yeah. Sean Alexander maybe. LT Sean, had 28. I think LT had 27. Sean Alexander might yeah. have 28. It was yeah. something like that. Yeah. Back in 05, I it was 06. Close, it was close to the 30s. And that, I think. They were like back-to-back yeah. MVPs. And that's kind of what Gurley's putting up here is an MVP yeah, level I definitely season. definitely see him being MVP. That'd be sick. The way he's he going. was offensive player of the year last yeah. year, so he's just he's just a jet. Everything about him, he's got the he's got the jersey hat out the back at the hairdo. He's he looks great, boss. handsome dude. Yeah, it's everything you want out of your running back. Oh, he's big, yeah. dangerous, yeah. and uh, if I'm a Rams fan, I'm, I'm I'm bloody chuffed because look, hey, my quarterback didn't look great. Yeah, my receiver, my great receiving trio won't make much happen mm. apart from Robbie Woods, but. Uh, they yeah, found this, another way to yeah. win. This was one of those wins you think the Rams are legit. You know, they win these big games. They win a shootout against the Vikings or Thursday Night Football. But they go to Denver, a tough place to play football, no matter who's playing quarterback for them. Yeah. And they get a big win. And they get, a, they get you know, a solid win in a close game. So I think Rams fans would be very chuffed with that performance. But the problem for the Rams is they have to play uh, – they got my Green Bay Packers coming to town in a couple of weeks. So they got to suit up. Uh, I wouldn't And uh, they should be planning. Uh, moving on oh, to just, one of the – Just birds, just quickly before we end – on uh, on this note, where does this leave the Denver Broncos? Because well, they're two and four, two and four. You they're got not- Case Keenum, who <laughs> just looks like an eighteen million dollar a year regret. Yeah, rental. I mean he's he's fine. He's a rental. He's a rental. Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's a bridge quarterback. Yeah. But it just makes you wonder, like, is is John Elway regretting this decision? And like this guy handing the keys to him. Was that really worth it? And he, would, did you ever think you were going to win a championship off the back yeah. of Case Keenan's play? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Well, how long is his contract, Case Keenan? It's two years, 36 okay, months. Perfect. So they'll probably draft someone a couple of years, you know, finish with some shit records. That, that's, that's what I can see happening. This is guy's not a future quarterback. Um, I think John Elway, he's too, um, he's too short-term driven. I can't see him extending him, and I think they, 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 do, they do what they can for the next couple of years. Try to get someone else, but I wouldn't trust him drafting because he's whiffed on a lot of quarterbacks. Paxton yeah. Lynch, Brock Osweiler. Well, he uh, might get a big fish in all the quarterback. Got Peyton Manning, he can do anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got Peyton Manning. Yeah. Mm. 
That court, you know, there that might be someone else around like, in a couple of years who's you know, their current franchise like stuff him, and then Denver picks him up and they win the Super Bowl. Hey, they maybe, they, maybe they yeah. trade for uh, Derek Carr. We'll talk about that oh, wow. a bit Jesus later Christ. in the show. Trust me, it is uh, going to heat up yeah. towards the end when we talk Raiders. Um, sorry, Charlie, I'll allow you to kick on. You want to talk about the Chargers? And the yes, Browns. I want to talk about the Chargers. Traveling to Cleveland, uh, one of the most exciting teams in pro, pro football, sorry, the Cleveland Browns, for an absolute multi-stay away. This game had um, Charlie King tip me idea all over it. Um, <laughs> I had the discipline not to put it in the multi. Smart. Six weeks of learning. Uh, the Jazz just smashed the Browns 38 to 14. Giving everyone in the AFC a little reminder that uh, Philip Rivers, he's, he's not going anywhere. Uh, he's he's few- quietly having a career year. And, and he's a great quarterback yeah. as it is, but he's playing uh, really well. Yeah. I, I mean,. We've always known Philip Rivers to have those kind of 4,000, 4,500 yard seasons. Yeah. Throws like your 25 TDs. He's pretty efficient with when it comes to interceptions. And, uh, you know, he was okay by his standards on Sunday. He threw for, only threw for 207 yards off 11 of 20 and two touchdowns. But it was, uh, it was the running game. It was Melvin Gordon. He stole the show. He had 132 yards off 18 carries and three touchdowns. Rivers, little pitch play. Gordon breaking the initial tackle. Gordon lunges end zone. Touchdown. That's awesome. Bears, Brown Steve had no answer for Gordon. I have him right up there with Todd Gurley currently when it comes to run, young running backs. I think this guy. Oh, he, he, may, he may crack the top five. I think he is in the top three okay, running so... backs in the NFL. I've got, I've got Gurley at one, mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon at two, and three, I've got Saquon. Where's Ezekiel Elliott and all of this? Don't have Ezekiel Elliott in there. I don't think he's been doing enough consistently. I think he's getting, you know, 70 to 80 yard games. I don't think, I think that O-line does Ezekiel a lot of favors, right? He's pretty good. I know he's pretty good, but I think the O-line make him look a lot better than he is. In terms of just your your slick ground and pound evading tacklers, I don't have him in my top three. I'm going to put them up on uh, social media a little (laughs) bit later. Uh, that'll keep a running feed. Check Charlie's, yeah. Check Charlie. uh, by running backs. Uh, on the Brown side, shake and bake our boy. You know, he fought valiantly through, you know, for 238 yards, a TD, but two costly picks. Two, yeah. uh, I don't know if they were immature picks, but they, you know, they're just ones you kind of, you shake your head at. He was a little bit down on it. The Brown's running game was a non-factor. Um, it was just the Chargers day. Just a t- too good a team against this up and coming Brown's team. And uh, Chargers now at four and two, I think for me, have that. Wild card in the AFC West, certainly locked up with the Chiefs at five and one. Well, I mean, you're four and two. The Chiefs are five and one. If they start to stumble, as uh, Andy Reid led led teams tend mm. to do, when things get a little bit colder, yep. I mean, let's not. You're only a game behind them. Let's not rule out uh, potentially catching up to the Chiefs. Okay, I maybe, think, uh, maybe. I just feel like Chargers are a good team that have lost to the two. Two of the best teams in the league, yeah. the Chiefs and the Rams. Yeah. They're going to be competitive. I, I I agree, though. Definitely a wild card. I mean, top yeah. four team in the AFC at the moment. Yeah, with the Dolphins. Uh, let's slow down the Dolphins. Let's say the Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, Ravens. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll drop off. <laughs> we all know what, what Joe Flacco really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sure, mate, sure. But, uh, yes, we digress. Hey, let's kick on uh, Thursday Night Football. Obviously, it happened a little while ago. We don't want to talk too much mm. about it. But uh, the Eagles get a big win. First team to win away on Thursday Night Football this year. That's incredible stuff. They get the W. Shows you the trash that's been on Thursday Night Football. Uh, against the Giants, 34-13. to 13. Giants fall to 1-5. and five. And, uh-huh. I mean, we've known this for a few weeks now, um, but I think everyone is on board the train that says Eli is cooked. Yep. 
I don't know if you've read the book of Eli, but it is Checkdown City. Yep. Uh, McAdoo may have been right to bench him last year. The coach who got fired uh, unceremoniously mm. for benching Eli in favor of Geno Smith. The scapegoat. Maybe that wasn't the best decision, putting, putting Geno Smith in there. But yep. it looks like uh, Eli Manning's done, and I can probably pick, if, I, if you had a gun to my head, probably 35 quarterbacks I'd rather have instead of Eli. Yeah. In a, in, a, in a league of 32 teams. Yeah. That's the thing. I've got a few backup quarterbacks. <clears> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking if I'm the... Clearly. I'm thinking Teddy Bridgewater, yeah. Lamar Tyra, Jackson, Tyrod Taylor, Lamar Jackson. Stop it. Put him in there. Absolutely. I completely agree. And I think... Uh, Brock Osweiler's showing me something. Yeah. Watch out. Blaine Gabbert was doing some damage for Tennessee. It's going to be... We don't know what this could be. <laughs> it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with the Giants over the next couple of weeks because you look at their backup QB. I don't even know who it is. Uh, who is it? Who I don't even know who I could. May as well it, okay? be Conor McGregor. Did you see him throw a football? Yeah, he, he can throw. He can throw a tight spiral. Oh. It was a little bit too high for me. Conor's, uh, but, Conor's dangerous. He'd yeah, be doing Con- more damage than Eli Manning. He I think he on, made it further than any of Eli's throws. He's not beating Khabib. He could be on the trade block uh, pretty soon for the for the G Man <laughs> for the UFC. Love to see, but love to see Eli in the UFC. Yeah, it'll just be great to see the next ten weeks for the Giants because the season's written off. We all know Eli's not the guy. He's cooked it. We've given him, you know, seven years since that last Super Bowl run. I think that's enough of a time frame to see <laughs> to say. if he can actually do it for a third time and be like, maybe I should start playing well this and guy's lead a, this team. This guy's a, a legend. A legend for Big Blue. Yeah. But, you know, and that was 2011. Yeah. And we're moving into 2019. So maybe we reassess what we're doing at the, at the position. Let's have a look <laughs> and see what the options are. Maybe we assess. <laughs> Sam Donald, don't want him. We'll get Saquon. I mean, the best thing about the Giants uh, on Thursday night was their uniform. Loved they did it. look good. Looked great, didn't yeah. they? That yeah. retro helmet. Oh, man, that's sick. It's hot. And yeah. they loved it. But Saquon Barkley, let's just quickly talk yeah. about it. I think in one of the previous podcasts... I was gas bagging. You know, yeah. I'm going against the Giants. I said something to the effect of how good is he on the ground? Yeah. Uh, he is bloody elite. And yeah. i got to eat my words. He's a beast. He's, he's amazing. He's a beast. There's eat. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman zoomed in on his quads at one point during yeah. the telecast. Holy shit. Uh, look, at the, look at the quad. No, that was too, was too uh, Tony Roma. Look at the quads. No. I can't really do him. I got to hear really him. Do yeah, you got to hear, hear it him. before you go into it. Yeah. But Troy Aikman. No, they were talking about his quads and his calves. Uh, they don't look human. They're, yeah. they're honestly, they're like tree his, trunks. They are as big as my torso. Yeah, it's insane. The guy is amazing. He's the entire offense. He's a he's a stud surrounded by spuds. An entire Chaz. offense putting up thirteen points. Uh, but he he ripped off a nine yard run for the ages. Uh, he, this is the best nine yard run you might ever see. You see the way he hurdles over some of these guys. Malcolm Jenkins right there trying to make a tackle on him. And it looks like he's running the high hurdle. Well, great. If you're looking at the Giants' season package, you put that play first. I think he took on like seven guys and got nearly a first down, which is great for the G-men. <laughs> Something to look forward to. You got to think if you're OBJ, before we move on to the next game, what the, what the goddamn shit was I thinking signing this big contract? Uh... You know? You got You got to be thinking that. Yeah, I got ninety-five million dollars. I'm not exactly complaining. Yeah, but, but I, if I'm the Giants, I'm thinking, why did I give this guy ninety-five million dollars if, like, five games into the season, he's doing one-on-ones about the the situation? ESPN, in, in, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. That, yeah. that weird interview we did with ESPN. I don't know. It just feels like a weird marriage. No one's yeah. happy. Um, and it's hilarious. Saquon's the leader of the team. It's, yeah, it's hilarious because the Giants and they're just. 
They're just a dumpster fire think as a team. Just quickly, if they didn't have Eli, if they had a Tyrod Taylor, yeah, yeah. if they had a Teddy Bridgewater, hell, Chad they'd, Henney, give me someone. 500 at least. Give me a warm body. They'd be three and three. I think they'd be yeah. like a much more decent team yeah. and potentially would be in contention in this very weak NFC East. Yeah, I, I have Blake Bortles above Eli. Hey, last week I said straight swap yeah. Bortles for Eli. You did say that. Yeah, he yeah. said, no, I think, you know, although Bortles wasn't showing what, much. What's with that trade? You had Teddy going to. Uh, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater going to the Jags, I think. I thought the Jags should trade for Teddy Bridgewater yeah. in case yep. Blake Bortles doesn't work out. And, yep. uh, I mean, for a third-round pick, that's pretty worth it yeah. considering what they're dealing with at the moment. Yeah. They should be calling for bloody Bortles' uh, head. Yes. Jazz. Oh, yes. What a game this was. The Jacksonville Jaguars at the Cowboys to lead our stinkers. This is just straight up. This is your headline. This is your this is your marquee game, and Tony Romo had the privilege of calling <laughs> this game with Jim Nance uh, on CBS. It was America's game of the week, uh, <laughs> so to speak, and uh, Saxonville traveled to Dallas. Uh, the Jags straight up stunk. There's no other way to put it. They were purely awful. This hyped up Jags D, a defense that kind of disguised the play of Blake Bortles, their quarterback. For the majority of last year, I mean, he did have that good game in the divisional yeah, against the Steelers. A couple of good games here and there. He had that great win against the Bills, nine three in the wild card. Uh, Who could forget? Yeah, this team led the Dallas Cowboys, a team ranked twenty fifth in points, 29th in yards, and 29th in passing yards. Put up a big old forty burger on them. They look like the greatest show on turf, and Cole Beasley looked like Wes Welker. <laughs> and here's the thing: it's just. Jerry like, Jones compared the Cowboys offense a few weeks ago yeah. to the Rams, and we all laughed at him. This yeah. Jaguars team proved him right. They, 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 they gave him a good old nudge. I mean, 40 <laughs> against the vaunted yeah. Jaguars D. The Jags yeah. D, all oh, best defense in the league. Saxonville, we make things happen. Yeah. Man, that's embarrassing. I yeah. mean, I, what do you what do you diagnoses went wrong for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Well, you look at a lot of the plays, and they just let Dak out of the pocket every single time. They, the, da- the Cowboys got a big play. They would literally implode in one little area and Dak would just zip out like Russell Wilson. Do, I forgot do Dak one could run. Move I like forgot Dak could run like yeah. that. Yeah, Dak had most rushing yards in his in his um, pro football career. And it was just incredible. I'm just like, it's Dak Prescott. It's not Aaron Rodgers. Keep him in the pocket. Make hmm. him make plays with his arm. And you will win the game. Just did not happen. Ezekiel Elliott was making big plays. He tore up this Jags D for about 180. I think it was uh, Dak Prescott, 183 yards, sorry, in the air. Uh, Zeke had 106 yards rushing and a touchdown. Zeke was getting fed. He had the buffet at AT&T Wait, Stadium. They put up 40 points and there was only 100 yards rushing and 183 yards passing. How did they yeah. score all these points? It's crazy. I feel like this is a bit They're of an efficient. anomaly game. Yeah. I wouldn't get too excited about uh, Jason Garrett's job security to mm. just yet. However, they made a good decision to keep him on after yep. losing to the Houston Texans last week. But this was but the just... Jaguars, was it because they got... they Because uh, I was watching this game closely as yep. part of a multi. Jaguars got down Smart. early, like 24 to zip <laughs> at half time. Do you think at that point they were like, well, we're not going to win? Yeah, I think, they were, I think they were just trying to run some new plays on offense in the just second keep, half. Just keep racking it up. Blake Bortles had a classic Bortles story, by the way. I don't know if you saw it. Just threw it into triple coverage. <laughs> picked off. It was brutal. I made the AFC Championship last year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fit this one in there. Oh, I got it. Don't worry yeah. about it, boys. Uh, yeah, the Jags offense. Uh, Keelan Cole leading uh, the receiving game with 41 yards of four receptions. Uh, 
Danny Westbrook, you know, David O'Shaughnessy, David Greenwich. The list goes on for the Jags receivers. Uh, they have some questions to ask uh, themselves this week because yeah, they were dead from the that, start. Was, that was soul crushing. There's no other way to get around. Uh, let's kick it on to these Baltimore Ravens traveling to Tennessee. A Tennessee team who people had pinned as, oh, well, they're a bit sneaky good. They're, mm. they're irking out wins everywhere. They've fallen to three and three, scored a total of zero against the Ravens who won 21 to nothing. Chaz, let me hit you with this. Marcus Mariota, quarterback mm. for the Tennessee Titans. He dropped back to pass 26 times. He completed t- 10 passes and threw five incompletions and got sacked 11 times. <laughs> <laughs> 11 times? 11 sacks. Wow. More sacks than completions. I Think mean, about that. Wow. <laughs> More sacks. That is sick. No, that, is that- seriously, that, that's wrong. And he got four, he got sacked on forty two point three percent of his dropbacks. How many did Suggs have? Four, like how many did Suggs have? Four? No, oh, I don't know how many. I, don't, no, I couldn't tell you. That, this everyone team. everyone got a few. Yeah, it was great. It was a, a party for the defense. They they were they were crushing him. Eleven sacks is a franchise record for this Ravens team, who have been historically pretty decent on yeah. defense. I'm just trying to forty two percent of his dropbacks, which means he dropped like one in two chance every time he dropped he gets, back. He gets he gets nailed. Yeah, bang. That's poor, terrible. Poor Marcus. I mean, I yeah. don't know. Maybe just put Gabbard out there at that point. Maybe you dog the boys. The Maybe the offensive line are doing a little Paul Crew treatment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like uh, fist bumping every time he gets sacked. This guy's shaving points. Yeah. Off a football game. Um, Joe Flacco, 25 of 37. Touchdown, a pick, 238 yards. Just making things most happen. Flacco game, isn't doing it? Doing things. Yeah, just, absolutely. Just Alex Smith game manager. Sorry, receiver like Crabtree. Got six receptions for 93 yards and a touchdown. Love Crabtree. Hated seeing him score a touchdown. I'm like, you lost the Super Bowl against this team. You hack. You know, where, where, where's the dignity? You know, six years later, you're playing for the Ravens. You're playing for the opposition. Didn't yeah. Anquan Bolden do the exact same thing? Or was it the other way around? I think it was the other way around. Uh, was he the won the Super around. Bowl. He, he said, some... I'm going to go to the 49ers and enjoy the Bay Area. I know this team's going nowhere. But Crabtree lost, then went to Baltimore. Uh, well, he went to... Completely opposite. He went to the Raiders for a few years, and then they cut him because the Raiders were just cleaning house. Or the Raiders, the Raiders can, just cut bad players. Good players, sorry. Good, they just, yeah, they, they cut good players. Yeah. Love trading and cutting good we players. Don't want They're elite. They're elite <laughs> at it. It's amazing how they do it. But the Ravens <laughs> moved to four and two. Their defense is looking pretty stout. I mean, they're the only team that hasn't had a, like a crap defensive game, which mm. says maybe in this era of football, that means you're the best defense. If you can just yeah. keep, I mean, firstly, it's a shutout, which is great. Mm. Um, I just love to see it. They, yep. they're my Ravens, mate, they're doing well. They're yep, doing, they're well. doing well. well. They're doing well. Still one ahead. Uh, moving on to, oh, God. In terms of the, the, the prioritization of these in my in my stinkers, it's very hard to distinguish. I, we're going to go to the cards at Vikes because this was a game that many wouldn't have watched. Many uh, wouldn't have bothered uh, flicking on the telly. Uh, the Vikings won this game 27 to 17. Did that? Did what they needed to do, really, beating the hapless Cardinals, led by Josh Rosen at Wayne. They're now at one and five. Ouch. Uh, I'm going to get through this quick. Carson's finished with 233 <laughs> yards, a TD, and a pick. Uh, Latavius Murray, Vikings running back. He had a big day. He had 155 yards. I haven't heard about old Latavius in a yeah, while. Yeah, he doesn't really? get much of a mention. He used to be a Raiders running yeah, back. Yeah, Raiders. He's a big unit, 6'3". And then he went to, uh, no, that was uh, the other Murray, DeMarco. That's DeMarco. Yeah, DeMarco. He's retired now. Yeah, and uh, Vikes receiver Adam Thielen just continues to prove people wrong that white guys can play a receiver. <laughs> finished with 123 and a touchdown. Josh Rosen, he finished with 240 yards and a pick. He kept, you know, he held his head high. Uh, and... 
an interesting one. Cardinals running back David Johnson just hasn't got a go in this season. No. 18 carries, 55 yards. Well, he just... was one of those players that was billed like maybe a couple of years ago as one of the top three running backs in the league. Yeah. And maybe it's to do with the offensive line, the quarterback yeah. play. There's a lot of factors going into this, but... Haven't seen much DJ no. out of DJ this year, David Johnson. Many had him as a fantasy lock in preseason, just an all-purpose kind of running back. And well, he you'd think you'd lean on a running back like that when you've got when a you've got quarterback. Piss poor play at the QB position, exactly. So oh, yeah. he's trying to make things. The happen. Cards, Rose. yeah, Let's not kill Rose. They, they, they got a big Thursday night game coming up. They're hosting the Denver Broncos at two and four, so that will Get. headline our stink fest for next week. Get excited, people! <laughs> Cancel work on Friday morning. Uh, that is going to be epic. Case Keenum versus Josh Rose. Wow. Yeah. Wouldn't change the channel for that. Um, oh, did you see Kirk Cousins' white man dancing? His little, his little dad dance? I saw it on NFL.com. It was like he explains his move. I didn't see it. I didn't, I didn't want to see it because he, he's up there with Case Keenum. He, he looked like me. Version. He looked like me uh, sort of at, at Prince. Yeah. Yep. First year uni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really just throwing the arms around. It was great. I loved it. I was like, dude, just be who you are. Yeah. You know, no coordinated dance. Everyone yeah. run up, joined him. He's such a white guy. He's such a wanker. I bet. I bet he. I bet he drives like a minivan. Yeah, guaranteed. Or a Lexus. Yeah, maybe a Lexus. Those big old square Lexus. I mean, he's got a lot of money, but yeah. I still feel like he'd have a minivan. Yeah. Moving on, mate. How about the Bills? <laughs> hey, the Bills took on the Texans in oh. Houston. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> went down thirteen to twenty, off an unfortunate, unfortunate. Nathan Peterman pick six. Ah, uh, one of the classic How's he Nathan still playing? Peterman. <laughs> Peterman picked off. Joseph, and he will go. Touchdown. I mean, last year, of course, Nathan Peterman played uh, probably the worst passing game in NFL history. He yep. threw five interceptions in a half. For whatever reason, this uh, Bill staff decided to bring him back to the point where he started the year. Head scratcher, um, but they keep. He didn't play well. He gets replaced by Josh Allen. Josh Allen in this game goes out with an injury. Chaz Peterman threw a couple of interceptions. He's now thrown nine picks on seventy nine attempts, which is an eleven point four percent interception rate. That's pretty high. Is that more than his touchdowns? I'm going to guess it is. Uh, yeah, man. He yeah, had, uh, nine touchdowns. For Nathan Peterman. No, yeah, thank no, you. There's no way. A lot of people pile on to Nathan Peterman, and uh, please allow that to continue because yep. he is shit. <laughs> I don't know why anyone would 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 employ this man. He cost them the game. He threw yeah. it right to Jonathan Joseph, who's been at the Texans, I feel, for 20 years at least. Yeah, he was. He's been there since uh, Andre Johnson. Yeah, caught on the cleats. I think. I think he used. To, I think there was a period where he played for the Bengals. Yeah, he did, he, and then he signed with the early, yeah. the Texans. But yeah. God, it feels. I, I think he's just a warrior. He's been there forever. Yeah. And he gets a pick six, wins the game. It's great. The Texans are somehow three and three. Are they the worst three Huge. and three team in the league? Absolutely not. They're just I getting would started. Say so. They're, They're just, getting started. <laughs> they etch past the Bills, etch past the Cowboys, and who they beat the week before? Uh they beat the Colts. No, wow. It's a bit of a who's who. Of... Thanks to some uh, genius offensive play from the Colts. Um, hey, did you see Jadavion Clowney lay a tackle by the dreadlock? I saw that. He pulled some guy. Just by one yeah. dreadlock, ripped him down to the ground. What God did they get damn. for that, 50 yards? What? No, like, no, no. Nothing yeah, for that. That's a legal tackle. Are you serious? Yeah, you can technically tackle people joke. by the hair. It was brutal. Well, I think if we go back to that little AFC thing before I finish off with my final stinker, 
you think about who's in a better position because you have Baltimore and I have the Texans, but looking at the AFC North, it's just incredibly competitive. You got a good and, point. And the AFC South is just it is wide absolute open. shit show. I mean, you got to. So be, I'm feeling very good about my Texans. A, you've actually made a really good point. You got to get over the Titans. You got to get over the Colts. Yeah, hey, you gotta get over there. Dude, the... they're playing at Jacksonville this week. I'm gonna, if that's in my multi. Oh no, 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 man. That's no, don't do don't do that. Don't do that. That's where Blake Bortles comes out to play. Remember what he did to the Pats, man. He's dangerous. Hey, before we get to your game, because mm. that's the big one, we got a little bit to say about the Raiders mm. and uh, these Seahawks. I just want to quickly um, kind of gloss over the Colts and Jets. Oh yeah, Andrew Luck is surrounded uh, by potatoes. Um, a bit like yep. Saquon Barkley, as I said, he's a stud surrounded by spuds. Yep. Um, Sam Darnold played well. His best game to date, and he's definitely got better players around him than Andrew Luck. Feel so sorry for Luck, you know. Mm. Uh, he's, he's such an elite quarterback. Put up with his crap yeah, every week. Up, just everyone around him is dreadful. <laughs> I don't know what he's meant to do. They lose uh, thirty-four to forty-two, and they fall to one and five. Jets three and three. Pesky, pesky Jets. Yep. AFC hanging around. Jets. Uh, yeah, that's 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 a real bar burn. On to the final game in London. This deserved to be played in London, no doubt about it. The Seahawks facing the Raiders in a game that also should not have been televised. The Seahawks were too strong for this Raiders D. Russell Wilson lighting him up, fishing as ever, 17 for 23, 222 and three touchdowns. Nice. Uh, not many other points worth mentioning. Uh, Raiders QB Derek Carr said during the week that, you know, enough talk. We just got to go out there and win. Mm-hmm. And that message hasn't quite carried Heathrow. So... The Raiders are now one and five, equal with the New York Giants for the Dumpster Fire Award in the NFL through six weeks. And look, if you're Raider Nation, what can you do? If the Raiders played the I Cardinals, can sit there and let this happen. Who do you think would win? Raiders, the Raiders Cardinals. played the Cardinals. I got Josh neutral, Rosen every ne- day of the week. Neutral turf, Mexico. <laughs> I got the Cardinals. How did Derek Carr play? Uh, I didn't. Look, I didn't no even touch stats. I didn't need to. No touchdowns. Yeah, great. That's fun. <laughs> um, I mean, twenty-seven and three. It'd be weird if there was a touchdown, Zach. Nice one. Um, uh, no, Derek had he had he had one hundred forty-two of twenty-three of thirty-one. Zero TDs, zero picks. Obviously, Marshawn Lynch thirteen carries, forty-five yards, and Jalen Richard, the Raiders' leading receiver, with forty-eight. Yards. You know what's classic is I remember before the season I saw this post uh, from Raider Nation as soon as. Uh, the big fella, John Gruden, was hired. It said, unfinished business. <laughs> a big photo. I'm not sure what the business is, but if it's completely dismantling the franchise, they're off to a great start. Winning the spoon in the AFC West. Yeah. Uh, getting the number one pick is yeah. our unfinished business. <laughs> Apparently, they're, um, they've got a couple of their key players up on the trade block, a bit like Khalil Mack. Not as impactful, but... Carl Joseph, uh, safety, former first-round pick, and Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. A guy that John Gruden was talking all sorts of sense about at the start of the season. He's going, oh, yeah, this is a – I tell you what, man, this is a good player in Amari Cooper, man. We're going to get this guy. We're going to get him playing pretty good – It's pretty good, man. Pretty good football, man. We're going to get him back to what he does best. Because he had a bad season last year. He was killer the year before for Jack Del Rio. Yeah, um, Jack Del Rio, one of the greats. Uh, a couple of years ago when yeah. Derek Carr looked like yeah, almost an MVP candidate. Um, but now, I was like, what are they doing? Yeah. Derek Carr, uh, could he be potentially <sighs> traded? Could they clean the whole house, Chaz? I don't know. Sweep everyone out? He's only got $7.5 million in dead money remaining on his $125 million year he signed. Uh, $125 million deal he signed only 16 months ago. So, I don't know, mate. I mean, is Gruden just... Uh, I think Gruden is the uh, the key denominator in this instance. Every, ever, ever since he got there, it's been... I mean, they weren't, they weren't, you know, one of the great teams last year, but I think that 
If you're talking well, about the year before, you, they were you, 11 and 5. You've just gotten rid of Khalil Mack. Now you want to get rid of Amari Cooper, your number one wide receiver. And now you're talking about getting rid of Derek Carr. I mean, Jesus Christ, we start from scratch. Do we call Johnny Manziel? Like, what, what, what are we doing here? Well, here's the thing John Gruden's got a 10 year contract. The yeah. only person in the league, like, even close to 10 years, is I can't even think of anyone. Like, all of them are five year deals. Doug Marone? I don't think Doug Marone <laughs> is on a, on a big deal. Dirk Cutter. Well, Jason Garrett must be on something. He's got... Uh, the Clapper. Yeah. He'd be on 10 mil. Uh, 10 mil a year. <laughs> it, just, it just means for Oakland, like, what do you do? You're just going to live and die by the John Gruden sword. Yep. Um, Suck it up for the next 10 years. And I got to say, I love John Gruden on ESPN commentary. He's a fun guy. Let's mm. just get him back. Trade him mm. for Jason Witten. What a get, comeback story it would be. Get Jason Witten playing tight end. Yeah. For the for Oakland, yeah. uh, next to Jared Cook, no no coach doesn't matter. Yeah. Bring back Jack Del Rio. He's not doing anything. Mike Smith, yeah, I don't know anyone. Mike Smith, <laughs> the elite defensive coordinator for the Bucks. Uh, man, yeah. Hey, the Seahawks, three and three. How about them? That face. That's exactly what the Seahawks are. Well, I was yeah, kind yeah. Of it's frowning, it's, it's just that you know what, what what the hell are they? What are they uh, doing? You never know. Yeah. Uh, they get they get the much needed win, no doubt about that. But I, I don't buy it. I mean, you put up twenty seven against the Raiders in this division. I think the NFC is too competitive. I think, uh, obviously, the Rams are a lock for the NFC West number one seed. And I think that you know you got the Vikings in pack in the NFC North, NFC East. Redskins are still around the mark, even though I think they're trash. Philly are going to be around there, and then you got the NFC uh, NFC South with with. The Panthers and the Saints. So yeah, you're right. It'd it's it's very hard shot. for them to to really make a push to the playoffs. I, I don't see. The, yeah, I don't really see yeah. the blueprint either. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I got a, just a shout out to any London fans who uh, went to that game. Just apologise on, on our behalf. Yeah, that's that's just not cool. What yeah, uh, the NFL did to you. I mean, they don't deserve that. Short of uh, maybe the the Cardinals Vikings, I just can't yeah. think of a worse game that you could have been sent. Uh, it's got to be Bills. Bill's Houston. Bill's Houston. Even, that, they put a, bit that, Nathan, even that's got a some bit excitement. Nathan Peterman Pizzazz. Yeah, there would have been some odds to get Peterman back on the game. Yeah. So there would have been some happy uh, multi-partakers. I wonder, wonder if Josh Allen's really hurt. Peterman needs to start next week. Maybe. maybe How much money could you put on against some the sort Bills? Of political movement for Peterman. I'd think about five grand. Yeah. If I could bet against Nathan Peterman if he starts next week. Could you imagine being a Bills fan? God, it must be so imagine tough. Imagine going to work on Monday being a Bills fan. Just you gotta look at like just the shit you would call. You're just like Josh Allen. (laughs) You can't even like pretend to get around. He's not great. Yeah. And then you fall back to Nathan Peterman. Just the whole team. Yeah. Ah. You had a guy quit at halftime in week one. (laughs) What? Kelvin Benjamin's your number one go-to guy. Oh, holy crap. You got Julio. We got Kelvin. (laughs) Did you see Kelvin Benjamin on the pick play? His jog was so light again, trying to chase down Jonathan Joseph on the pick six. It was maybe just because he's a big unit, but I reckon I could. He saved himself for the revenge game against Carolina. I could knock off Kelvin Benjamin on a 40, I'll tell you that. (laughs) I would absolutely back myself. Um, hey mate, let's uh let's let's move along real quickly. Let's go through Let's go through our recap. Our recap of uh the gambling, the punting. All right, we'll start with you. All right. I want to hear what you did. I think you've had a few stinkers. I had a, uh, mate, I had an absolute stinker. Yeah. I uh, actually forgot to put a bet on before the game. That'd be right. Woke up, realized that they were on, and to bet live, you need to call up 
Oh. It's a whole thing. I didn't want to talk like to anyone. On a Monday. It was 6.30 Monday morning. I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? I just, uh, whatever. Yeah. I, I probably should have because there were a couple of games I probably, like I would have gone with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I would have gone with a couple of other things. Whatever. Yeah. Didn't. Said, no, I'm going to bet on the games that were coming up. So mm. I had the Rams. Oh, so the 7.25 job. 7.25. Yes, that's yeah. it. So uh, I had... I looked at Jacksonville against the Dallas Cowboys, and I said to myself, oh, no. that is an elite defense going up against one of the worst offenses in football. If Blake Bortles can just put up like 17 points, I think they get the win. I'm just going to take them on the money line. Jacksonville over Dallas. And I don't know what Conor McGregor said to them uh, pregame, but it really got the boys going. Uh, I had Kansas City plus three and a half. Oh. So that came through. Oh, it came through. Yeah, it did. It came yeah. through, which is great. Yeah. And uh, I had uh, the Rams on the money line. Safe. So, very safe. Very safe. Very conservative. Yeah. And, just the uh, Jags. The Jags screwed me, man. Jags I'm, so I'm watching you. it. I'm like, oh, okay. The, the Dallas gets a field goal to start. I'm like, didn't expect them to score, but yeah. just a field goal, keeping yeah. to that. Then it's 10 nothing. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, okay. 10 nothing was enough for me. Well, they're going to wake up. I was thinking the defense is going to yeah. wake up now. And then, you know, I go take a shit, and all of yeah. a sudden it's 24 zip at halftime. I'm like, <laughs> God damn it. What is happening? So I think if we had to pin it down to anything, it's not Jason Garrett's coaching. It was me gambling on. Yes. Anyone the Jaguars. of us putting it. Yes. Putting faith in a team. How did you do, bud? Uh, I did actually did pretty well this week. Uh, I think I finished with. Uh, two out of five. Um, Jeez, that is a major improvement. Yeah. So I've been yeah, trucking along. The fans would know one for five pretty much the last three weeks. But I, I woke up in the morning. I was pretty happy with what I was seeing. I went to the gym and I said I said to my mate, I said, mate, I'm in a very good spot here. Um, apart from the Panthers down 9-17, I had the Panthers a plus one and a half. And I was yeah, like, that's right. a good line for Carolina. Well, I would have felt that yeah. Carolina could have pulled it out at that yeah. point. I would have felt confident in yeah. Cam. Not very confident in the Redskins' day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel you. You're and then it was Jim, you're feeling great about yourself. Yeah, it was 17 to 23, and I'm thinking I'm in a good spot here. They got, they got scored TD, we're TD, away. It's game over. That didn't happen. Then I had uh, I had the Bears at minus. <laughs> oh, no. I had the Bears at minus. Uh, I think I had the Bears at minus three and a half, which right. is why the punters do it, mate, because they know field goals, mate, three points. So that's where they get them. Vegas. So that's I was, I they've they've I was, crushed it up. I said to mate as well, I said, mate, that's why they do three and a half. Because they've got to get you. Um, so <laughs> devastated. Brock o- underestimated Brock Osweiler getting the job done. Uh, so that, you must have looked at that game when it started like, oh, Brock Osweiler's playing away here. <laughs> um, so that was another thing get. And then I had, uh, what else I have? I had the Falcons at minus three. So that, that one, that got up. I had three. Philly at minus... Uh, I think I had Philly at minus three as well. So that you I, bet on I had Thursday Philly. Night football. Yeah, I did. I did an early multi. I said I want to feel good about the weekend. Let's get a leg up. Put Philly on. Got that one. Got Atlanta. Great. So there's, cool. there's two out of two. But the lost then Chicago, lost Panthers, and then I had the Rams at minus seven, which didn't get up either. So I finished with two out of five. But considering where I was at, I mean, I felt a lot better going to the gym. So I, I think if I can get that, here. sustain that feeling. Um, I was I was thinking about trying to find a game this week that I felt super confident about that one team was going to lead the whole way and just bet the quarters. That's not bad on one game. Yeah, we got to get. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because when you're betting multiple games, like you get a three game tease going, yeah. it's just it's not going to happen. It's yeah. like three coin flips basically. Mm. I think we're better off going a little bit more specific, like mm. Rams to throw two touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to happen. No, I love line because I it's haven't last won. week, but. <laughs> Because I haven't won in six weeks, I like lines. It's like it's, it's a challenge. I want it. 
I want so it would to be, win. It would be more it would be gratifying, gratifying yeah. to win. The Despite line. the fact that your best out of five is two, yeah. it would just feel phenomenal. Maybe it's time to cast our eyes to week seven. Yes, it's a great idea. There's a lot of lines that I'm that I'm tempted by. I don't know how many legs you're licking planning the, to put. Licking on. the chops. Are we are we going the full insect? I've gone with. I've, I was I was going to go six. But I'm going to go five. I Very conservative. played it smart <laughs> because I don't like the Rams at minus 11 at San Fran. I think CJ Bethad puts up enough points on offense. I think the Rams get an early lead but don't hold on to it. I think... Oh, I don't have a line for the Rams. The Rams are at minus 11. Take the 49ers, mate. They put yeah. up points. Plus 11 for the Niners against the best team in football. I don't think so. I, think the Niners could I keep will up. not fall into that trap. I've got a pretty convincing one this week, actually. Another $25.41 multi bet odds on a $5 bet for $125 return. Uh, <laughs> I've got the Falcons at the Atlanta Falcons hosting the G Men at minus six on Monday night football. Feeling good about that? This will be a cracker. I think the Falcons, they'll be pissed. Well, we know the Falcons yeah. can close out a game. They can. So that minus six looks good. I don't think they let up. Yeah, they give away too many points uh, mm. when it counts. So I think minus six is pretty solid. I don't think Eli can keep up with Matty Ice. We move on to Sunday Night Football, Bengals at Chiefs. I like the Chiefs at minus six. Yeah. That actually, yeah. that got flexed out. Really? Oh, no, wait, no, that is, sorry, sorry. Yeah. You're right. Um, 49ers Rams was the Sunday Night Football game. Oh. That got flexed out for Chiefs. Yeah, genius. Uh, See, they don't do Great that in call. the AFL. They don't do they that. They should. Um, so I like the Chiefs minus six. Uh, they'll score too many coming off that loss to New England. Uh, uh, do you think the Bengals uh, the Bengals offense will be really challenged at all by the Kansas City defense? Though? Uh, I think they will. I think the Ch- Kansas City defense is averaging about thirty five points. Uh, Just gave up forty three. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but Arrowhead, you know, it gets noisy, and <laughs> Andy Dalton might struggle with that. So. Movie <laughs> sensitive ears, we all know. <laughs> Moving on, I got the Redskins. I'm backing them in this week. I think they, yeah, they proved their medal against Carolina, a solid NFC team. Yeah, they're at home. Uh, I've got a minus one and a half over the Dallas Cowboys at home. I think uh, the my fourth leg, the Philadelphia Eagles, so many legs, hosting Carolina. They're at minus four and a half. I think uh, I think Philly is starting to piece it together. Cam is a little bit shaken up. I just think four and a half is a good line. And uh, Carson Wentz gets Lincoln Financial Field on its feet. And to finish, I've got a Thursday night game. I was good last week with Thursday night football. One from one. So I'm going to go with Denver at minus two and a half at Arizona. I think Case Keenan, the Virgin, finally proves why he got that big two-year contract. And that will give me $150 return with the power play. How much you... Oh, you got a power play. Well, give me a power play because I keep... Just keep losing. I never win. It's like... Right, just keep giving him the power play. Give him the power play. We keep putting holdies up. He'll love this. Just keep him gambling. Yeah. So that's a $150 return. So dinner's on me. And that is my week seven. Mate, I love your work. Yeah. Uh, mate, give me the charges. The charges? What are they about that? Minus 14? Uh, they're minus six against okay. Tennessee. I actually wouldn't mind just going uh, straight to win, but I think I might uh, go the line. Yeah, go very, the line. Very, have, a, have a crack. Very, very confident. Yeah. Uh, feeling very good about them. Yeah. Very good. Um, mate, a bit controversial. But give me the Bengals at plus six. You are taking the piss. <laughs> I am going. You're the other jinxing way. me, multi. One of us will win. One of us will lose. Uh, I love uh, the Bengals at plus. I'm taking six. Monday off. 
Is even if it's <laughs> even if it's uh, <laughs> even if it goes to overtime and uh, whichever team wins, which will happen, I win. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, so, so I love the sound of that. Love the sound of that. Um, don't mind me, the New York Jets at plus three at home You're against the Minnesota Vikings. Sam Donald has piss. showed me a lot. <laughs> you are taking the piss. And he is a handsome man. Captain Kirk, come on. They beat the Colts. Yeah, they put 42 on the Colts. You're starting to get hyped up about the Jets. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I'll just go to the Moneyline Vikings. Feel pretty confident. No, you about stick that. with that. You, st- you know, whatever you say, you have to you have to punt. It definitely won't be the case. That's it's the just rule. telling you what I'm thinking about. That's the rule. Um oh man, can't bet on the Saints Ravens. That's just too good. That's unreal. No, I think that'll do me. So three legs. Three legs. Yeah. Keep it comfy. Keep it keep it casual. Well, that just about uh, brings us to the end of the potty chairs. Any advice for you know the the fans of the, the NFL the punters out there? I'll say take Friday off for Broncos at cards and epic. Yeah. Bet the house and the bucks. There's not much else to be said, really. Uh, there are a few stay aways, no doubt about it. But uh, look, go with the opposite of your head. Whatever you think is going to happen, bet against it, see what happens. It'll be the same result. Exactly. Maybe we go three and five. <laughs> right, we hey. hope for the best. Until next week. <laughs>